On this week's Big Tech Show, you might not think it could happen to you, but our guest this week explains how a significant number of Irish people may be falling victim to romance frauds online. Victims can feel a misplaced sense of shame. People can blame themselves. They feel embarrassed. And so they don't want to tell family, friends. They don't want to report it to the police. In some cases, of course, the victims are already in relationships. They're married. They have an extra reason to keep that quiet. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Platforms. Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily, let's talk about cancel culture. A modern day witch hunt or a well-meaning mob culture Call-out or cancel culture has become a very modern problem globally where people, mostly celebrities, are effectively boycotted and, and publicly shamed. Now, the fallout can have serious consequences from job losses to online abuse and tragedy. The 40-year-old TV presenter of Love Island, Caroline Flack, has died. She posted a message on Instagram just before Christmas saying... This kind of scrutiny and speculation is a lot to take on for one person. We would ask that the press respect the privacy of the family at this difficult time. So, is it time to call out cancel culture? And what are the lasting effects on its victims? I'm Siobhan Maguire and joining me today is Irish independent features writer Katie Byrne. Katie, it's great to have you. I wonder, can we start by simply clarifying exactly what cancel culture is? It's a modern day phenomenon. Um, I would say something that we've seen a lot more of um, with the advent of social media. So something that we've seen um, a lot more of over the last 10 years. Um, it is, it's essentially the the public ostracizing of a person, generally a public figure, um, for a perceived offence, for something they've done that that, that has caused offence. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's driven by by a pylon that tends to take place on, on Twitter. These pylons are getting more and more frequent and, and you see it. I mean, we hear, hear a lot more about it now because people who are being called out, um, particularly those who actually didn't do something wrong, uh, will later explain just how stressful these kind of pylons are. It's essentially where everyone targets the one person. I can't imagine what it would be like. Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day that, that we do. And I just think like it's literally, you're given one life and it's down to you what you do with it. Like you can We all saw the recent cancelling of Molly May. Haig, the, the, the social media yeah. influencer. A little bit with people saying, you know, like, it's easy for you to say that, you know, you've grown up and you've not grown up in poverty, you've not grown up, you know, with major money struggles. So if you to sit there and say that, we will have the tw same 24 hours in a day, it's not correct. And I'm like... There seemed to be kind of two cohorts there. There were the group who were just getting stuck in and, and seemed to just be, you know, dancing on her grave. And then another group who you know, at least acknowledge that this must be a, a horrific thing for somebody. Can, can we just stop now? Because I can't imagine what that would have been like. I mean, it was it, she was trending for days. So it's hundreds of thousands of people 
getting and involved in something like that. Exactly. And she is, at the end of the day, a very young Ex- woman, you know. And and yes, she might play out her life out on, on social media, but does that mean that we all are entitled to make our opinions on this lady public? The other thing that gets me about, you know, call-out culture is the lack of people taking the time to, you know, just try and call somebody in discreetly, privately. Because if you just if you have that one-on-one dialogue with somebody, th- that's your better chance of actually getting to be, getting your point across, yeah. and perhaps even helping them to change. Because you know when you when there's thousands of people attacking you, the first thing you're going to do is go into defensive mode. You're blinkered from from the get go. Yeah. You know, you're not, you also have to ask if people really do want to affect change or are they just engagement baiting? Now, maybe that's just me, but I think a lot of people actually go looking for misdemeanors because they want to get more followers. There is a logic to um, and reason to the idea of freedom of speech, you know, that we should all be entitled to say how we feel. But Perhaps a line is crossed when that becomes, in effect, um, a pylon or simply just just targeting one person for the sake of a bit of fun. I mean, it's 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 almost like a modern day version of sticking someone in the stocks and firing rotten tomatoes at their head. More than that, it doesn't seem to have any cohesion. You know, it seems to just change whichever way the wind is blowing. You know, you know what, what's what, what's considered to be an arch misdemeanor one day, or something that's incredibly offensive one day, is is just ignored or or passed over the next day. It also seems to depend on who the person is. Um, I think if, if people were totally honest, um, there are people that they simply find offensive. There are faces, attitudes that they simply find offensive. Yeah, and they will then go and look for for something that this person has said or done or brought about in the past and, yeah. and, and 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 use that as 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 you know to find a stick to beat them with and i don't think we should encourage the most easily upset the most easily offended the most hypersensitive people in our culture to establish a cultural norm i think we should have more people who are a little more humorous maybe a tiny bit more stoical a little bit more um have a little more faith in people's strength. And actually, that's a the very nice segue into looking at, at some of the people, uh, the famous celebrities who have been targeted, who have had their lives pretty much ruined as a result of, of cancel culture and all that it involves. I mean, I'm thinking first and foremost of, of Caroline Flack. She very tragically um, died. And in the run-up to um, that particular incident, um, Caroline Flack was over every single tabloid newspaper on pretty much any kind of entertainment website. Her name was all across social media and it was simply people just kind of giving out about her, not having a nice word to say about her because there had been this domestic incident involving her partner. You know, I would go a bit further in that. She is, she excuse me, she was essentially a reality TV star just like the people on Love Island. You know, I know she presented it and it was, it was very different, but she was, she was going out there for kind of public consumption in much the same way. And then you really have to ask if 
the producers and the people who work on these shows are giving people, um, you know, adequate psychological and and emotional support when, you know, when they're going to yeah. naturally come up against that type of thing online because they their online following is part of what makes them um, marketable. And that's why they're, you know, they're hired. So at the same time, you, you've got to realise that they're going to be coming up, up against that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I guess there is there's a an argument there that if a person chooses to live their life out on on social media and share everything from, you know, the the type of fine dining they're having one day to, you know, the the fabulous holiday in Ibiza they're having the next, that maybe it's it's you know it's fair game that when they do something that merits criticism. They get it. And that seems to be where, where people are coming from as, uh, you know, as if these people are have a higher level of accountability. But, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, that's not embedded in law. Maybe it was in like old times, like Brehan Law or something, but that's not, you know, that's... So if we're going to be judge, jury and executioner, I think we should be looking at the actual legal system. I mean, what is what is fair and equitable and what is, you know, what, what is the correct punishment? Because they are being punished. Is it fair that somebody should never work in the public eye ever again or indeed have any job ever again? We've had some instances where people have bounced back remarkably. Like I'm thinking of Mel Gibson here, you know. I mean, he's been cancelled a couple of times. Mel Gibson, John Wick prequel series on television. Father Stu just announced today with Mark Wahlberg. You're directing Lethal Weapon 5, if that's still going. The Wild Bunch directing that. But look at him. I mean, he's straight back in, still directing and starring in movies and... uh, having a great time. Yeah, it does. I mean, look, this is this is a personal opinion, but it do, do, do men, are they able to bounce back a little sooner? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we do. I mean, Monica Lewinsky bounced back recently, but it seemed to just take her that little bit longer. Yeah. Than, than men who, who've been... I mean, she was one of the first people, as she says herself, one of the first victims yeah. of can- cancel culture. Katie, we've had examples of cancel culture that we really can't fault, that you have to get on side with because they were, it was the right thing to do. I'm thinking here of Harvey Weinstein, for example. But then we also have um, examples of cancel culture that have kind of been like almost like water off a duck's back where the people involved are concerned. And I'm thinking of Dave Chappelle and his uh, Netflix program that offended so many people, um, Joe Rogan and the whole Spotify stuff that's still going on. Uh, so w- some people just seem to get away with it, don't they? What I was saying earlier, it does seem to be personal. You know, we in, in one sense, this idea that there is, you know, a charter of beha- of good behaviour and, and etiquette and where you should be. But in another sense, it, does, it doesn't have any... And like I said, cohesion, you know, some people, um, their cancellation lasts for for about 36 hours and, and, and some people absolutely never come back from it. And some people actually get a boost to their career as a result of it. Yes, that's the other way. Yeah, for sure. Katie, we've had celebrities like uh, Ellen DeGeneres and her toxic working place being effectively cancelled. Indeed, her show has since been cancelled as a result. 
I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. And then you have um, accusations of uh, making transphobic comments as J.K. Rowling. You've had Matt Damon upsetting the LGBTQ community with the F slur uh, for a homosexual. Uh, Jimmy Carr as well has upset the travelling community recently with uh, some of his comments. Now the comedian Jimmy Carr has been widely criticised for a disparaging joke about the death of thousands within the travelling community during the Holocaust. He made the so uh, we have so many celebrities putting their foot in their mouths, some more extreme than others. But are they all right to be cancelled then? I think it's interesting when you, when you, you know, put them all alongside when they're like that, because if you consider it, the punishment has been so very different for all of them. Now I know the the the, the what 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 they said or did was very different, but mm. if you take someone like Matt Damon and, and what he said, Matt Damon says he recently stopped using the quote f slur for a homosexual months ago after his daughter told him it was dangerous. That, to, to my mind, that lasted about thirty six hours on, yeah. the, on the news agenda, and then it just floated away, and he was the adopted son of Ireland again. That's right, with the super value bags, yeah. Yeah, and then meanwhile, <clears throat> I mean, Ellen's, Ellen's, Ellen is effectively gone. Yeah. Um, and also how Ellen's cancellation took place, there was something that really struck me as, it was kind of like the Berm book in Mean Girls. It was a fellow comedian went to Twitter and put, put, a, call, uh, put a call out saying, share, share your stories about... Ellen being mean. And then I think very quickly there's about 2,000 replies. Now look, people clearly had their stories and, and they wanted to share them but there, there's something about that always, you know, I, I, I thought there was something quite cruel about that. It is that that pylon mentality again, mm. isn't it? And a very specific, you know, that was saying I let's get a pylon going because you know, some people can can claim that they I, I never knew that was going to get so much engagement. But that is somebody it also in the public eye going and saying, let's let's do this. Jump in, yeah. jump, jump aboard. I'm driving. Let's look at, say, someone like Johnny Depp, the, mm. the film star. Now, he has been hauled over the coals and through the courts over the allegations relating to his then wife, Amber Heard. It's, it's so far out of hand now that um, I can promise you that no one is safe. Not one of you. Not one of you. He has basically since said that it's been a, a terrible experience for him. I mean, fundamentally, he lost out on jobs. Mm-hmm. He was sacked from different movie sets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it time to close that chapter and say Johnny Depp has essentially served his time and let him get on with his life? That is just such a hot potato. I mean, I think... I think what we what we can definitely take away from that is it's they were two extremely damaged people mm. in in a relationship, you know. Certainly from what, what I can remember when I was reading, I think we were all reading it day by day, weren't we? Yeah. During the the libel case, that is. 
Because the details, Katie, were salacious. And this is where uh, we as voyeurs Mm. um, have to take account for our own actions as well, whether we're posting or we're actually, you know, salivating as we read the the details of brawls in hotel rooms and stuff. Uh, We all have a part to play in this, perhaps. Totally. You're dead right. It was everywhere. Yeah. It's a funny one. I mean, is he... Is he fully vindicated? I think we, I mean, we we saw that he behaved mm. quite badly, but so did she. You know, it was, there was a real lock and key scenario to that. Um, yeah. Let's bring it closer to home then, um, because in Ireland here, we've had our own examples of, of people being cancelled. Um, most recently, actually, um, now, they weren't fully cancelled, but they came pretty close uh, over the course of 24 hours. And the, I'm talking about the two Johnnies here. We wanted to come on and talk to you about the last few days, about our podcast and about the reaction to it. We had a thread on our podcast about car stickers in Ireland. Listeners sent us in car stickers and we read them out. They had started, uh, the comedy duo has started presenting uh, a new show on 2FM. And uh, I think there were only a couple of days into that show when details started to come out about previous comedy sketches and things that that may have been um, intimated or said at the time. We condemned them in our own language, saying, these are scandalous, these are too far, who thinks these are a good idea? But we did not go far enough and we were not clear enough in our condemnation. And for that, we are sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... um it had to do with car bumper stickers, mm. um, misogynistic and, and sexist car bumper stickers. And they were talking about them in the show. And um, yeah, they, they didn't seem all that appalled by them. Again, I have to come back to this idea. That the two Johnnies, you, they're either very, very liked by a certain section of Ireland or they're very, 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 very unliked mm. by another section of Ireland. Yeah. And yes, nobody wants that kind of contact co- content. It, 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 it was totally misogynistic. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I do think when, when a, a public figure isn't liked, there is more intent behind um, getting them getting them cancelled or, or or having them to or you know calling them out. I wonder, I mean, is it a case of um, when you're a public figure that you you just can't slip up, you can't make that mistake? And uh, what we seem to have is people who are of a particular celebrity category um, are somehow... Um, you know, it's open. It's open for business when it comes to looking back into their archives and what what work they've done over the years, and even something they might have said ten, twenty years ago. I mean, I, it's pretty I, ruthless. I personally can't stand that, and for a number of reasons. I think first, I know I keep on going back to the law here, but mm. you know, if we are acting as as judge and jury, we I think we do have to look at the law in the situation, and you would have a statute of limitation there. You know, there'd be only only so many years you could go back. More to the point, we are trying to affect change. We're trying to get all of us to do better. I, I'm, I'm sure you're the same as me. I look back at some stuff I, I thought or maybe even said five, ten years ago, and I'm like, Jesus, I've, I've kind of, I've learned. And it is largely from this whole movement. So I think it is fundamentally a force for good. But 
if we want people to change and we and, and we want to give the space for change, you can't go back to 15 years ago and say you shouldn't have done that because we're evolving and we are changing. And that's what the whole movement is supposed to be about. Is it a case, Katie, that perhaps we're too easily offended? I don't think we're we're too easily offended. I think we're dopamine addicted mm. and we need that we need that little hit um at a personal level for people who want to see numbers underneath their tweets. And I think for for we, as you were saying earlier, like voyeurs who who want to get on board and 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 you know watch somebody losing their 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 career during our lunch breaks. Do you see anything different about council culture in the year ahead now? Yeah, I think there's some positive stuff happening in that people are beginning to see under the hood of the social media platforms uh, where these cancellations take place. I think I would like people to spend a little bit more time thinking before they post something that could that could drastically change the course of somebody's life. You know, can you can you, as I said earlier, call them in? Um, is there a better way to go about it? Um, because I think we've seen that the social media pylon is, um, yeah, it, 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 it can be ex- extremely cruel and extremely damaging. Well, my thanks there to Katie Byrne, Irish independent feature writer. I'm Siobhan McGuire, and today's episode of the Indo Daily was presented and produced by myself. Research by Tabitha Monaghan, recorded by Gavin Hennessy. Clips from Fox News, Sky News Australia, Sky News, ITV News, Reuters, The Two Johnnies and 60 Minutes Australia. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave a review.